Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm Resident Master, as always, Ian Cusick. I'm joined by my good friend, the Washington, D.C. native, Raza Yu. Raza, how you doing tonight, buddy? Um, I'd like to think that I'm doing pretty well. I can't think of exactly why, but... Wait a minute, I introduced Raza. That's not how we do this. Bryce, how you doing tonight, man? Uh, death is inevitable. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. What if I drink, like, the po- potion of immortality? You mean Kleenex? <laughs> no, I think that's the potion of mortality. No, that's Clorox. I think that's called death juice. The forbidden blue Gatorade. Yeah. The forbidden nectar. Well. All right, now that we've got all that out of the way, um, <laughs> Rasa, welcome back to the show for like the sixth time or something like that. Yeah, apparently this is mm, appearance number six. Pulls and Striko once again. I remember. I remember the first appearance like it was yesterday. I was sitting in this exact. It's actually funny that I'm I'm back home recording this episode. I was I'm sitting in the exact chair that I was sitting in the first time I was on here. So. Oh, is that so? It's funny, time is a flat circle. <clears throat> time is a flat circle indeed. So, Raza, we got you on for a particular reason for this episode. Do you know I why can't... that is? I, I, mm, mm, I'm not sure. The reason was Wisconsin, Ohio State. Okay, well, yes, originally that was, the, that was actually true. That is the big reason why we were going to have you this week, but there is a bigger reason. Your Washington Na- Washington Baseball Nationals won the World Series. Did they really? Wow. Her sources, league sources tell I'm walking here. But weren't they down like three games to two going back to Houston? You see, I'm going to go back further. I thought they were like 16 and 31 or something back in May. They were 19 and 31 Close after enough. losing to the Mets on May 23rd. <laughs> Yeah, surely that team would be dead to rights, right? Oh, yeah. They only had a... I mean, they had the fourth worst record in baseball. I mean, that, that team was going nowhere. They, they were... They were. They should have traded away all their veterans for for prospects. You know, should have been sellers to the deadline. Up. I'd have to assume that, like, you know, they, they would dump off Scherzer, Strasburg. Uh, they probably held on to Corbin because they just got him in free agency, but I doubt he made that big of an impact. No, I mean... Yeah, I mean, what what is what is Patrick Corbin gonna do? I mean, it's, it's not like they'll get to like. Is Patrick I, Corbin even a real person? I, <laughs> it's not like he'll come into the biggest game in the history of the franchise and throw like three gems of innings out of the bullpen. That like that would never. That's just that's not gonna. That's why you can't give Patrick Corbin six years. You know, it's yeah, not exactly. gonna happen. And it's not like the Nationals who had never won a World Series or had never won a World Series not even won a playoff series, is going to come in and, you know, win the World Series. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, if you're in the playoffs, 
and you're any team, and you have five different elimination games, the wild card game, games four and five of the NLDS, and games six and seven of the World Series, and you're losing in all of those games, like, I'm sorry, but it was a good season. It's over now. Like, this is the most fun. painful three minutes I have ever listened to. This is what happens when you write Bryce out of the intro and have Raza do it instead. No, this is just bad. I, but, yeah, the Nationals defied all odds and went out and beat the Astros. Thank God. I can't stand the Astros. And now you get Garrett Cole. Hopefully. You know, I mean, it's funny. Know. He's definitely out of there. He's definitely out of there. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. He, that, that letter he sent to Astros fans, yeah, he's he's gone. I think it's really funny how now that he's leaving, he just straight up was like, yeah, pitchers were cheating. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we cheated. What are you going to do about it? It's whatever. We knew. Cry? I bet he did. I mean, yeah. I would. I would be fucking furious, man. I mean, I don't know how many mistakes a manager can make before getting fired, but the Astros manager is fucking pushing it. That's for damn sure. He cost him a World Series with yeah. those pitching decisions. I have no I mean, idea I don't what why you have, was doing. I don't even get why you warm up Garrett Cole then if you're not going to use him. Yeah, that like, no why sense. warm him up if if you're just, not going to bring him in? Just for Astro fans to get one final look. Maybe. Much. One final look at him throwing a baseball. Doesn't, you know, know, doesn't get any actual innings. I mean, he was warming up for like two innings. Yeah, and they, they, brought, they, brought they, brought in Will, they brought in Will Harris to Who follow proceeded up. proceeded to give up the game-winning home run. Yeah, he brought in Will Harris follow up Granky's great start. And on the third pitch of Will Harris's relief appearance, he gave up the game-winning home run of the World Series. So, maybe not a smart decision. Maybe, be- maybe mistakes were made by A.J. Hinn. Uh, yeah, serious mistakes were made by A.J. Hinch. I mean, I still think he's one of the better managers in baseball, obviously, so I don't think that's going to have any impact on his job security or anything, but... Yeah, you know, blowing a World Series would never... Blowing a World Series... Job. Hey, if Dave Roberts is still employed... That's true. That's Roberts facts, is still yeah. Employed. Dave Roberts should not be employed either. I mean, Dave Roberts is the king of terrible in-game decisions. See NLDS Game 5. That's or crazy, the man. entire World Series last year, or World Series Game Seven, twenty seventeen. Big facts. Yeah, Big he facts. shouldn't be. Yeah, shouldn't be employed. Dave Roberts helping the Red Sox win World Series since two thousand four. That's actually Pretty true. That's yeah. right. true. Um, Sarah, so, so we've talked about the series, but how are you feeling about that? Because you've been kind of known for some World Series, not not even World Series, just bad things happening to you yeah with the I mean season it's it's all dead and gone now I guess I mean it, it was the, like the second that Michael Brantley struck out to end game seven like it was you could I could physically feel like my shoulders were relieved like there like all the pain like 2012 you know being being up 7-5 in the ninth inning, Cardinals were down to their last strike, and they tied the game on that pitch, 7-7. Um, and then they ended up winning the game and winning the World Series. Uh, no, so they, didn't, they, they didn't win the World Series that year. They lost to the Giants. But they still they won the game. They won the series. You look at 2016 losing Game 5 at home to the Dodgers. 
2017 losing game five at home to the Cubs. It was like, oh, you know, we're going to go through it again this year. And there were so many times throughout the course of the postseason where it, it just looked like, okay, here we go again with the Nats. You know, they were down 3-1 in the wild card game. They were down 3-0 uh, to, the, to the Dodgers in game five of the NLDS. They were down two times in that series, two games to one. Uh, well, they faced elimination two times, two games to one, and then tied 2-2. And then game seven and game six, they trailed both games, but they just they stayed in the fight, man. Like, like that, that motto was just so true to what the team did this year. And, like, it was, like, the perfect way to exercise the defense. I couldn't have thought of a, of a better way for it to happen because it, it, it just screamed, like, comeback kids. And that's really what this group of dudes was. So I'm so proud of them. Like, I've, I've never seen a team with, like, so much synergy that just loves each other and loves playing baseball as much as these guys. So I couldn't be happier for for the guys, for the fans. Um, it's just it's a, it's a really great feeling. And, like, today, being back in D.C. and seeing all the celebrations and stuff like that, I am going to the parade on the day that this episode oh. comes out. So... I chose to yeah, have a good time at a very good time. Yeah, hopefully Those no one. Parades are a good time. Hopefully no one eats shit like they did when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I was um, going to say something more timely and more relevant to baseball. I was hoping no one for, uh, dents the World Series trophy. Oh, with a yes, beer can. that would. Suck. I don't know. That, that sounds more like a Boston thing than a DC thing. But then again, I'm not very. I don't really know DC sports culture that much, so. Just know that it's not as mild as people make it out to be. Like, we can do some crazy things. You know, maybe someone will, I don't know, run instead of walk in the street. Like, it, it gets crazy in D.C. <laughs> oh, I see. But it's it's been incredible. I, I, I couldn't be happier. Like, with, with last year when the Caps won it all, it was a completely different feeling because it was kind of the same circumstance where it was like a team that had been through so much heartbreak and they finally got there. But it, had been, it was the first championship in the city in 26 and so the emotion of that for not just the team but the 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 entire district of columbia was unbelievable and i'll never feel anything like that ever again unless we have another 26 year drought which please sports god never let that happen ever again um but this was just so special in its own way for a team that i care honestly a lot more out in the Nationals, a team that I invested so much time and money and, and emotion into this season. Like, like what? I probably watched over 100 regular season games, which I probably haven't done before. I went to like five games this year, um, and I got to see it all unfold. So I, I, I can't put it into words how, how happy I am. The words have not been invented yet. Hey, I'm happy for you, buddy. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, now we can all say that we've seen our team win a World Series. That's pretty cool. I mean, unless Bryce doesn't remember 2009, in which case, sorry. But I'm, I mean, do you? Yeah. Okay, that's what I expected. So, it's a pretty good feeling. That's the only sport we can say that we've all seen our team win a championship. Well, we'll have to get you working on football. Although, yeah, that's never happening in my entire at, life. With the way just, the Redskins mm. are looking right now, this whole Trent Williams situation, I'm guessing that's not going to be happening very soon. Not ever. Um. Yeah, so 
we're going to move on to the NFL because trade deadline has passed. And nothing. Uh, 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 yawn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Akib Talib is a Miami Dolphin now. Yeah, but they, they just That's pre- the they pretty much just got a fifth-round pick because not, he's, he's not going to play for them. That's right. He's on IR right now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's they're not planning to play him, and he's not planning to play for them. So it's, it's pretty much just like the Rams gave the Dolphins a fifth-round pick, which I'm sure Dolphins fans are happy about. Yeah, they've been you know, stacking picks. It's pretty much a win-win because Dolphins fans get another pick, and Rams fans don't have to deal with Akeem Tlaib anymore. So. He's their best corner for a while. Well, they traded who who I thought was currently their best corner like two weeks ago, which was Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got rid of their two vets in the locker room. So very, very interesting moves, but... I don't Marcus know. Peters is a veteran presence. I don't know if that's really a veteran. I don't know presence. if either of those guys are the veteran presence you want. Well, I keep. Well, yeah. Okay, maybe not the guys that you want, but they have experience in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, locker room guys. When you think of locker room guys, I don't know if Marcus Peters and Akeem Talib are the guys you. Uh, yeah, definitely. They're, they're not exactly like your Charles Woodsons or your Ed Reeds, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's uh, exactly who I'd be thinking of for that, but uh definitely some talent there gone. I mean, they they're obviously they went from Marcus Peters to Jalen Ramsey, so I think they're doing all right in that department. But um Yeah, aside from that, very uneventful. I was kind of hoping for more, but then I realized, wait a minute. Football doesn't have a big trade deadline like baseball or basketball or well, there were potentially, like, big trades on the line. Like, names like Trent, Trent Williams, A.J. Green, um, Darius Slay, Chris I Harris. I the Eagles fans that Von Miller. neither of those guys. Yeah. There's nothing I love more than seeing, like, a team that I hate in sports say, like, oh, we're getting all these guys, and they end up with nothing. Like, it always happens to the Yankees, and I find it hilarious. So, if you're an Eagles fan... And you thought you were getting somebody, and you got nobody. I have no remorse for you whatsoever. Bryce, care to weigh in on this, or? Um. I mean, this is a bunch of swing and misses. You had the Jamal Adams situation, which is becoming a meltdown now. That's um, embarrassing for the Jets. He's very upset with the Jets. Um. It's just, that's really the big thing. Because, like, AJ Green, he just said, I just want a team that wants me for the rest of my career. So, whatever. I mean, even Andy Dalton now, because of the benching, he's upset. But it's like, who cares? It's Andy Dalton. Um, yeah, I was really thinking that Andy Dalton was going to get traded after he got benched. but It happened too late. And that's what he's most pissed about. Because if the benching came earlier he would have had more opportunity to get traded, but now that he got benched like days before the deadline, there isn't really time to assess that. And that's what he's upset about. I don't blame him, but he's also Andy Dalton. I feel kind of bad for him though. Cause like he is garbage, but he's, he's mid. He deserves better than 
Yeah, yeah, and he's put in a lot of like time and effort. You know, he's been there for so long. He's he's probably yeah. the best Buffalo quarterback in recent history. To be honest with you. Do you mean Bengals? No, uh, Buffalo. No, I meant Buffalo. He's the only reason he's Buffalo has a playoff appearance in the last twenty years. Oh, you're absolutely sure right. Was the Peterman. Right. I mean, he's probably the best Bills QB since Bledsoe. Oh, man. Are you forgetting about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Fitzpat- Bills Fitzpatrick was ass. Yeah. They, 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 they started, they started that season 5-2. and two. They may have ended at 6-10, and, and ten, but they, stuck. Yeah. they beat the Patriots, if you remember. What year was that? 2011. Oh, geez, I've had so many concussions since then. I don't know. <laughs> My CTE only remembers the Super Bowl from that season. Ah, that's a tough memory then. Yeah. Yeah. And Bryce is licking his chops right now thinking about it. <laughs> no, not really. Come on. I mean, you have that, at least, the two Super Bowls. Great. I mean, that's the last time any of his sports teams haven't broken his heart, so I'll let him have it. Oh, well, I'm dead. But, uh... Uh, there's no break in this heart. <laughs> what, is that true, though? Actually, yeah, because the Knicks haven't really done yeah. anything since. Knicks haven't done anything. And the Yankees. The Yankees haven't done anything. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what soccer this team Bryce follows. This won't matter when I'm done here. <laughs> um. But Andy Dalton's actually, I don't know if you knew this, I think it's like the third longest tenured quarterback in the league. Like, I think it's only Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Drew Brees above him, and Ben Roethlisberger, and Tom Brady. So I guess he's like fifth. <laughs> either way, either way, he's like you have to go quite a way. Like aside from these legendary quarterbacks, he's been with the Bengals for a long time. So it kind of sucks to see it all kind of falling apart. It was like when Eli got benched last year for Geno Smith, but that was obviously that was, way that, that wasn't that, that was two years ago. that wasn't last year. Yeah, two years ago. Was it really two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? The last move, that's the last move that coach ever made. He hasn't even been. Oh, that was Ben McAdoo, right? He who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Hasn't ben even McAdoo. had a job since. What do you think Ben McAdoo's doing right now? I know we asked this question a couple times. He's slicking his hair back. <laughs> Spends his day slicking his hair backwards. Yeah, that's all he does. Oh, probably drinking a beer. I don't know if he likes What kind of beer do you think Ben McAdoo drinks? Definitely Bud Light. Definitely. No, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like Keystone Light or something like that. Something that, like, as soon as you see the can, you know that person's racist. (laughs) So a natty. Oh, geez. Yeah, maybe maybe Bud Light. That's why I said Bud Light. Um, I'm not going to comment on this, but right next to my desk are a case of natties and a case of Bud Light. Yeah. Not a fan of it. Shocker. Not a fan of it. (laughs) Ben McAdoo, more like... And Mac, don't follow the Pro Pod Show for more. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I'll be here yeah. all week. All right, I don't even know where to transition from that, but uh, week nine, um, one game in particular to talk about, and that is the Sunday night game: Patriots at Ravens. Patriots are favored by three on the road. Um. This is going to be a great test for the Patriots, you know, because everyone says they haven't played anyone this season. Yeah, they're right. They're right. They're right. Uh, this is going to be a good test for the defense, good test um, for the offense. I don't think it's a good enough test for the defense. I don't think the Ravens really have it like that. 
on offense. Defense is tough. Um, so we'll see. It's a good test for the Pats offense, which has been looking kind of weak. Uh, especially the run game. I don't know if kind of weak is a run game. Sony Michelle is fucking ass on. That dude stinks. He just had three touchdowns a few weeks ago. Yeah, they're all from one year like. Okay, yeah, so Bryce is right. That was, it was a bunch of goal line carries. The thing about Sony right now is that we have three, we had, last game we had like three starting offensive linemen out. Man, two of them on how is right an offensive starting lineman going to get Sony Michelle to break tackles? <clears throat> well, it's hard for him to break tackles when they're stacking <sighs> the box and they're... Nick Chubb was on the board, that's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. I mean, Nick Chubb didn't exactly have a sterling. He did. Game either. It was raining, so the rain is like his kryptonite. He had a decent day at one thirty. Right, right. At all? Do you think they just flipped a coin in the front office and was like, "All right, heads, we go with this Georgia running back. Tails, we go with the other Georgia running back," and it just went. I did on Sonny Michelle. I always thought Chubb was way better. Not way better, but better. But the thing is, is that Sonny Michelle just like absolutely showed out in the college football playoff that year. And I think that got the attention of a lot of owners. It definitely that might have been it. He sent, it was that one game against Oklahoma. He yeah, was, he had he had four touchdowns. Yeah, he went crazy. And that's a, like all right, that's Big Twelve defense, so that's on them to be honest. That's fair. Everyone knows Big Twelve defense stinks. I just need Sonny Michelle to step up for my fantasy team. Well, you see, that's your fault for taking a Patriots running back that's not named Yeah, James, James White's the only reliable option. Especially PPR. I mean, Sonny's been... Sonny's been decent. Like, that game against the Jets, he was really been, good. That doesn't change the fact that I lost that game. Yeah, because he had three touchdowns, so yeah, he's going to have It doesn't ch- change the fact that I lost that game by point two. <gasps> was that No, was that, the that was in my league? other league. So, in our league, oh. I lost by point one, and in my other league, oh. I lost by point two. All in the I same haven't league. Even, I haven't even lost in the IWH league in like a month. This has just been a bad year of fantasy football for me. I cannot. This has been the best start I've had in fantasy football in a long time, so I'm not going to piss. I should be like 6-2 right now, but it's whatever. I'm probably going to win the league. Weird flex, but okay. I mean, all that shit you talked about, you win the league. I'm going to stomp y'all out. Hey, I got auto-drafted. That's all I have to say. You slept through the draft, you fuck. That was your no, fault. No, I didn't sleep through the draft. It was the yes, night that I had. Did. No, I had family over it was the last night i was here literally texted college. me five minutes after the draft i slept through the draft that's this not true i that's dare you to find me that, find I me will. that text message all right i want to see that i want to see that you literally no it was the morning after but i'll get it whatever we'll do it after all right so patriots ravens i'm going patriots what are you guys thinking too. I'm taking Pats big. Well, fuck me. Big. Ooh. I think, hell I think... Thank you. Thank you, I think supposed to say Ravens. The Ravens getting three is hilarious. And anyone taking that bet is really stupid because they're going to lose look, by a lot. This is going to be a good one on the thread. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no, going to no, be no, a good no, no, one. No, 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 no. Okay. The game is in Bolt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what... Has has Baltimore ever been known as a place where like 
you struggle. The road has been yes. a place where Tom Brady struggles. Okay, the Ravens were always a problem for for Tom Brady, but that was because like they had a really good deep like. They, they still have a good defense, and I think the problem is, like, John Harbaugh as a whole. You know, like, you can't beat the system. But think about the last few times these teams have played. Wasn't the last game between the Patriots and Ravens that Monday nighter a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah, it was at that yeah, game. Yeah, and the Patriots really just, game. like, flogged them. Well, not exactly. They won by one score. Was it a garbage time TD? It wasn't really a flog. Uh, no, they were still in it. Okay, but Joe Flacco was quarterback, right? And that's the yeah, thing. Flacco Joe Flacco is Tom Brady's Eli Manning of the AFC. That's and now he's not, gone. That's just not true. That, it, I, I don't hey, know about that, hey, Rose. Joe Flacco I would give always that to, gave him trouble. Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's I would beating give Joe Flacco. I would Manning of anybody. I mean, like, if I had to give it to like one three times I'd give it, I'd give it to any given Miami Dolphins quarterback on the road. Except Josh yeah, Rosen. except for Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who lost forty-three to nothing earlier this year. But the Patriots' defense is just far better than any other unit of anything in anything ever. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's that forty-niners defense is nasty. Nah, the only part of the forty-niners defense that legitimately That's scares me is the front. You do realize Richard Sher- Sherman is second in the league in interceptions. He doesn't. He listen. He don't care about. Them. He's not. <laughs> He's second in the league in interceptions. Now, granted, they've played in the last two weeks Kyle okay. Allen and Case Keenum. So, like, but the 49ers are a very good team. I'd take the Patriots any given day of any given anything. I think, but we're not talking about the 49ers. The Patriots are going to win this game. I guarantee they win by, by double. <sighs> Thank I you. Don't, I appreciate I it. I'm serious. Guys. The Ravens, in my opinion, good team. Very, like, good football team. Like, a, a good team. You know, but they aren't as they aren't nearly as good as the Patriots, and they don't have the offensive talent to be in a one-score game late, in my opinion. Like Lamar Jackson is too mm. inexperienced; he's not good enough to make the decisions against the best defense in the in in the the league by a trillion miles. He's going to make a mistake, and it's going to cost them late. And I, I genuinely think that. By the time the clock strikes like eight, seven minutes to go in the game, the Ravens are going to be completely out of it, and people are going to be leaving M&T Bank Stadium. Give me a lot of work on this, Rosalind. I'm just saying. That's going to be a lot to edit. Don't be be surprised when it happens. I speak things into existence. The last time you said don't be surprised, you got that wrong, too. Well... Yeah. Well, well that's cuz he the... got it wrong, but in the big picture he got it right. <laughs> we talked about that in April, man. Still true. They rigged it, but <laughs> All right, let's 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 just take our <laughs> picks for the week before Raza kills more of my hopes and dreams. Um okay, so for my picks for week 9, uh we're recording really late, so the game's actually pretty much almost over for Thursday night football, but uh I had 49ers, Texans, Bills, Vikings, Jets, Eagles, Colts, Panthers, Raiders, Seahawks, Browns, Packers, Patriots, and Cowboys. Oh, I had the Niners, Texans, Bills, Panthers, Vikings, Jets, Eagles, Colts, Lions, Seahawks, Browns, Packers, Pats, and Cowboys. 
All right, I I would have picked the 49ers if given the chance. Uh, I got the Bills big over the Redskins, the Texans over the Jaguars, the Vikings over the Chiefs, the Jets over the Dolphins, the Eagles, um, the, sorry, not the Steelers, the Colts, the Panthers, the Lions, the Seahawks, the Browns, the Packers, Patriots, and the New York football giant. Well... You picked the Giants? Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, I need, Dallas I need to finds place. itself struggling against New York way more often than they should. Especially in the Mount League one. Yeah, but Eli was starting at quarterback. Like He still is. Um, it's it's just his alter ego, Daniel Jones. I don't know. It's like wacky, and I, I think Dak is terrible. Well, yeah, I mean that's you know, and I don't know. I I don't like the offense they have at all. We've, we've established the players that. don't believe in the system. I think the Cowboys are gonna fall apart in the second half of 2019. Sorry. They just won the fucking Super Bowl, so... No, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, okay, I'd like to see that. I mean, I, I picked them to go 10-6. and six. I'd be surprised if they finished the You picked the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl, so Yes, I did. Cool. I mean, it's possible. But I'd be surprised if mm, the Cowboys yeah. finished with a winning record. I think they lose the Giants on Monday <laughs> night. They lose the Giants yeah. on... They, listen, they lose the Giants on Monday night, and it starts a downward spiral that ruins Jason Garrett. That would ruin Jason Garrett. I think the only thing stopping Jason Garrett is death. Honestly, I, with the way Jerry Jones is running the organization, I I don't disagree entirely. But we'll see, man. I But I do think the Giants get it done. I know at all. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but you never have faith in the Giants. I've picked them. But against, like, Worse teams than Dallas, I suppose. Yeah, no shit. Do you wins? Do you think they realistically don't? They don't have any shot whatsoever. No, not in this game. Okay, fair enough. We'll see who's right at the end of the day. Me. Mm, don't be so sure. I I'm from the future. They're losing by fourteen at the middle. Not at home, man. Yeah, home. What the home doesn't matter when you stink, dude. Darius Slayton is going to torch whoever the fuck is on him. I don't even know who the Cowboys' corners are these days. Like, the, their defense is really bad. People need to see that their defense is not good, and their offense, their offense is literally just Amari Cooper and a bunch of string threads and Ezekiel Elliott, of course. But like, the offense they run doesn't get Zeke involved as much as it should. It very reminds me of twenty fifteen Ohio State. And, like, it's just Dak throwing to Amari Cooper and praying. Like, don't be surprised. I'm just saying, they're going to trip up. They tripped up at MetLife last time they went there, two weeks ago. What's to say it won't happen again? Actually, so, I have let's move on to college football, and I'll just rip off the fan base, Roz. Talk about some Ohio State. Very heartbreaking news about college I, football. I do know. Yeah, he doesn't. Appalachian State has lost. Yeah. That is sad. Uh, App oh, State yeah, App is State, the one yeah, getting yeah, upset this time. App State did just time. lose to Georgia Southern. 
Well, I mean, relax a little I mean, bit. They were in the sun I was about to say R.I.P. I was about to say R.I.P. to their New Year's Six. They had a real shot. At the <laughs> that was sarcastic. They actually nice. might have made the Cotton Bowl. That would have been really weird seeing Appalachian State in the Cotton hey, Bowl. My current Cotton Bowl prediction was Baylor versus SMU, and Baylor is about to lose to West Virginia. So, well, they're they're up seventeen fourteen, and are they actually? There's ninety seconds left, and they ha- actually. Never mind. They're about to escape West Virginia. But they better not freaking lose again. That's all I have to tell. But shall I rip off the band-aid? Hmm. Alright. Well, I'm not gonna attack you. I mean Rip off the band aid, Rob. Let me have it. We've beaten Wisconsin six times in a row. And n- two of them have been close. Well, 20, 2012 was actually like one of the best games I've ever seen. But lately, they're not that close. Um, would this have happened in Camp Randall? I don't think so. Um, but, oh, yeah, big time. But, like, I don't know if it was would be a 31-point victory. I mean, the last time so we went winning. to Cap, Camp Randall, we only won by seven in overtime. That game gave me a heart attack. Um, but that was also an Urban Meyer, JT Barrett offense, so it might as well have belonged to the 1980s. Um, I am... Truly, truly, truly astonished with the, the outcome of this game because even me, the big homer that I am, I, I did not see such an absolute domination coming from the Buckeyes. Because, like, yeah, Wisconsin had just lost to Illinois, which still mesmerizes me, by the way. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see something so huge happening, and it. Like the first half was really close, obviously, but in the third quarter, that the third and fourth quarter, like the beginning of the fourth quarter, that explosion was just—it's something I I really wasn't expecting to see. But it made me so happy to see that on both sides of the ball, against an extremely good, extremely talented football team, Ohio State can just take over a ball game on both sides of the football. That was awesome for me to see, you know. Chase Young doesn't even need to be said. Everyone has seen everything about Chase Young this week. J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields, it's been incredible. And if you didn't think Ohio State was winning the national championship before last Saturday, you better hop on the bandwagon now so I can say I told you so after January 6th. Wow, this is going to be... I'm going to have to go through a lot for the threat this episode. Man, you're just oh, mad man. because I'm about to be so right about... I'm something. already doing so much work. It's fine. Um, I mean, that's what I'm most confident in. If you ask me, what, Russell, what are the three major predictions you've made today? Okay, Ohio State's winning it all. That's a guarantee. Uh, really? New England's winning by double digits. That's probably happening. The most bold thing I've said is that the Giants are going to win, which I think isn't even that far-fetched. So have fun going through some – have fun dreaming about going through this to find thread material and finding absolutely nothing because – I don't – They call me I the messiah. Like, I'm just saying. They, they, no one has ever caused that. Um, I think – If they call you the messiah, they're calling you – I mean, you, you just made some that statements that I don't know if I agree with there. I mean, you got – Ohio State, yes, they – they bashed in Wisconsin. No doubt about that. They beat the hell out of them. 
But you look at what LSU just did. That team is nice, man. I mean, what, that team. What did, is... what, what did LSU just do? LSU. They, they, they won by three. Yeah. Team that had 15 penalties. They were at home. Mm-hmm. Bonix was playing on literal Ryan Fitzpatrick level. He was playing on Nathan Peterman level. He is not that good. And LSU only won by three. I mean, you're really going to talk about the quarterback play of Bo Nix when you just beat Jack Cohn, man? I mean, that's yeah, Jack, okay, ridiculous. Yeah, Jack Cohn's garbage, and we won by 28 more points than LSU did. Yeah, Jack Cohn's not good. You guys are at home, too, so I don't know why you even bring up the home. LSU is... Yeah, okay, yeah. We, LSU we, we, has we, we been... We beat a good team this. with a better defense, a far better defense, much more handily than LSU did. And, and LSU, listen, I love LSU. They are one of the programs in America I respect the absolute most. Their quarterback is, you know, one of my favorite players in the nation, of course, the former Ohio State kid, Joe Burrow. I love everything about LSU. So I'm not trying to slam them in any way, shape, or form. But I think what what Ohio State did on Saturday is more impressive than what LSU did, given the circumstances. Maybe Illinois didn't win. That would be the case. Well, Illinois winning doesn't change the fact that Wisconsin, even still going into the game on Saturday, had the number one defense in all of FBS. When you get upset like that, you can give me paper stats all you want. When you lose a game like that, that changes things. That affects the mindset of the team. That, That ruins you. I'm thinking more in terms of like the defense, like because that loss was not the defense's fault. The offense couldn't get going, and when it, when they were trying to run out the clock, Jack Cohen threw an interception. So it's like it, it wasn't like their fault per se. Like, no, it was just a terrible play call. Like, I still question. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it being not their fault probably hurts uh, the point is, more. I don't because I still I mean, don't there's nothing they could have done about it. I mean, no. that, the, the mindset of a team that loses as a 31-point favorite is – there's yeah. a lot to be said about that. Yeah, that's quite absurd. I mean, going into that game, Wisconsin was winning their games by an average of, like, 50-5 to five or, like, 40-5 to five or something like that. So, but shout-outs to the Fighting Illini. My dad went there for two years, so He's I have alive. such a strong connection to my – my beloved Illini. Oh. Um, just kidding. They're actually Ohio State's rivals. Did you guys know that? No. Yes, every time they play, um, there's a wooden turtle on the line, and it's called the Illibuck. Really? So it's called the Illibuck game. That is gross. It's a great rivalry. It goes back over a century. Huh. And it's like a little turtle. It's adorable. The Illibuck. That's... Uh... Can't imagine it's left Ohio State in the last fifty years. Well, actually, well, Illinois pulled off one of the biggest upsets in the history of college football in two thousand seven, when they came into Columbus in November, when Ohio State was undefeated and ranked number one in the country, and they beat us. So that prevented twelve us years that. ago. Well, they still went to the national championship that year, but they got raped by Florida. Cool, Wisconsin so, did that last week. Doesn't. That wasn't Tebow era at that point. That was a little before. No. But still a good Florida team. 
I feel bad for Wisconsin, honestly. No, I was they a had little like, But at the end of the day, I think this is hashtag so Wisconsin. Like, <sighs> they start the year so dominant against, like, borderline Power 5 teams. But the second they get to conference play, like, they have one really good game, and then they just shit themselves the rest of the way. Like, I mean, you got to look at it now with these two losses and the way Minnesota's playing. They might go ahead and take that side of the Big 12 or the Big 10. I, I think Minnesota is going to go to Indianapolis as an 11 and 1 football team. 11 and 1? Yeah. I think they need, Ohio they need... State's going to blow them out. But... Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State's going 15 and 0. But. Minnesota is only going to lose one game, and that's next Saturday against Penn State. Oh, yeah, that's going to be tough. I mean, they, they could win at home. That would be a, a really awesome win for Minnesota, I think. And, like, could that you would, imagine? That you would imagine, be terrible for you if that if happens. Mi- well, no, because we play Minnesota anyway, so you get to prove yourself, you know? Oh, you guys play Minnesota? Yeah. I mean, it would kind of deduct the hype. Because I'm actually yeah. The uh, here, let me drop the hashtag Raza bomb on the on the podcast. Uh, I'll be attending Ohio State Penn State in three weeks, and I would love the prospect of having game day there that weekend because that would be incredible. So, if they don't lose, yeah, ESPN, if you're listening to this, please pull the cards that make Minnesota lose because I know you guys decide who wins and loses for ratings. It's, it's Vegas, so. It's that's Vegas's decision. I mean, all sports are rigged. We just ignore it for the sake of entertainment, and that's still the truth. I think that's true as well. But I think it'd be sick if the Big Ten championship game was twelve and zero Ohio State versus twelve and zero Minnesota. By the way, that's impossible. But that's not so, impossible. They don't play each other in the regular season. That's physically impossible, though. No, Ohio State plays. Team up north in the last game of the regular season, and the Minnesota plays season. Wisconsin in the last game of the regular. Oh, that's right. Those are two big games. Man, imagine I, Michigan finally plays. I was just about to say, I want to talk about the team up north for just a hot second because I calm Michigan. Runs. I I really hate to say it. I really hate to say it. They have thoroughly impressed the last six quarters of football they've played. Thoroughly impressed. I think they look better than they have at any given point in time in the Harbaugh era, these last six quarters. I don't know about that. Last year, up until that Ohio State game, that team was nice. They couldn't play offense. They were still nice. That defense was nice. The defense was kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. They, they had two first-round picks on that defense. But, um, um, I just think, though, I mean, it would save Harbaugh's job if they won this year. Oh, no, he's staying. He's staying regardless. I think the... The way they played in the second half against Penn State and the way they played for all four quarters against Notre Dame, Harbaugh is going to stay. Harbaugh wasn't going to leave regardless, in my opinion. I mean, even if they lose to Ohio State, he's going to stay. I, I think mean, I don't. I, I don't think they're going to challenge. I think it's going to be a very close game at the Big House. It's it's always close in the Big House, except for 2015. It's it's always close. Um, they're playing just, with a purpose, like it seems. Like they're actually playing with a purpose, which for the first time, I, in since last year, like they're they they have a fire under them that's on both. It's been incredible. 
thousand Notre Dame's um, ninety-two total yards. I just think it's just how many times can Harbaugh lose to Ohio State before he gets fired? I mean, it's like that's the one game. They're, it could. They're, no, they're not. I mean, is Har- Jim, is Jim Harbaugh the coach really going to make any difference at that point? You don't. If they're going to beat Ohio okay, State. Okay, when you accept the job for the team of North, it's you're, you're, it's not it's in your job description that you should beat Ohio State, but that's not where your job resides. You know, like the last Ted to beat Ohio State from that team was Brady Hoke, who was notoriously like just a meme head coach, like of our generation. He's one of the worst head coaches for a major program of our generation. He's like Charlie Strong level, like it's really bad. You don't have to be, I mean, you do have to be a good coach to beat Ohio State, but he's had more success there than most coaches in history. And what he's doing there is just very on par with what that program has been. Like, they win nine games a season. They go to a bowl game. Sometimes they win. Sometimes they lose. And the only difference is now they're not beating Ohio State because Ohio State is just performing at an all-time an all-time level right now. So I think Jim Harbaugh is safe regardless. And people always think I'm lying when I say this because they're like, oh, you're just saying that because you want him to stay there because you always beat him. I think he's a, he's a good coach. Like – I think he just needs work and he should have already had, he should have everything sorted out by now because it's year five. Um, but he, he's a good coach. And I think they're, they're going to end the season really well this year. And I think going into next year, it's going to be like a very, almost like a reawakening for that. Um, program. I'll probably be proven wrong because I, Jim Harbaugh's, he, he always seems to prove us. Wrong I just think, He's never, like, even at the NFL level, he just couldn't do it in big games. And it's shown at Michigan, too, where most of the time, not even, like, take away Ohio State, he loses those big Big Ten games Yeah, most of I the mean, time. It took him five years to beat a top ten opponent. And that's unacceptable for Michigan. I mean, if you're going to be the program you claim to be, that's not okay at all. Yeah, I mean, they have been close. People love to argue about the spot in 2016, which, by the way, was the correct spot. People love to argue um, about the spot. Like, there's the homer. No, it was, you can clearly see. You can clearly I see. I can clearly see how far away he was. Really? He was on the other side of the yellow line. So, so we both that's the, Well, that's not the point. Listen, we won that game and then proceeded to lose 31 nothing the next time we stepped on a football field. It was irrelevant. They lost their bowl game to Florida State. So whatever happened was fucking irrelevant. Um, well, I guess in the long run. But my point is, I think Harbaugh has taken too long to do the things he set out to do. And we don't even know if he can accomplish what he wants. Like, whether it's beating Ohio State... Winning the Big Ten East, not even winning the Big Ten. He, they've never won since the Big Ten championship was invented. They've never won the division with Harbaugh or without Harbaugh. So whatever he's trying to do is obviously not working. But I, I genuinely have faith in him. For I don't know why, but for some reason I genuinely have faith in him that he can get it done at some point. I just think that it's really hard to be a team in the Big Ten East when Ohio State exists at the at the time that they're existing right. 
But the thing is, the team that should be challenging them year in, year out is this team. Like, that's that program. That's why this rivalry is what it is. Well, not necessarily. They've, they've beaten us twice in, in my life. And I, I just turned 18. So, and one of those times doesn't even count in my opinion because Ohio State was on sanctions yeah. that year. We care about your opinion, and the, so does the NCAA. Well, they, they were on sanction. They went six and, and seven. They deserved that sanction. Well, that's Terrell Pryor's fault. Fuck Terrell Pryor, by the way. I the Raiders him. would agree. The Redskins would agree as well. Yeah. So with the. He was the best Brown player for a while, so... He was, he was pretty nice on the Browns. I think the Browns would agree, too. The Jets would probably agree, too. Well. Did he Did he That's ever it. really he play for the... Really, for like, was he? Yeah, for like two weeks. And I think he was on the Jaguars at one point. Yeah, he was out there. Yeah, he was out there. I remember the Jets and the Redskins had like a joint practice the, the offseason that we cut Terrell Pryor, and just played. the players on defense were talking so much shit to him. And that was hilarious to me. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Then he probably burned Josh Norman on a go. Are you finally done defending Josh yes. Norman? Yes. Yes. Finally, I am. I mean, so it took not, you. It Josh. took you way too long. It took me four seasons, but <laughs> alas, he yeah. was bad after like season two. No, he was really good last year. Man, he had like three interceptions. So I guess you're not done defending no. Josh Norman. I can defend 2018 Josh Norman. I cannot defend 2019 Josh Norman. Like, yeah, well, either oh, <laughs> either goodness. either can 2019 Josh Norman. Yeah, he couldn't defend a to- he couldn't <laughs> defend a toaster strudel like if it lined up across from him. Like <laughs> breakfast, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't he line up against Julian Edelman? He kind of looks like a toaster strudel. Short and white. Sense. What? <laughs> Pro Pacho comedy. What does that even mean? Oh. Yeah. Alright, let's let's just talk about next week's games. That's uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes oh, wait, actually, life interesting. We didn't talk about, about Oklahoma getting upset. Lincoln Wiley shits his pants. It's to be fun. Yeah, that so was that a really was funny tweet you had, Roz. But all those workout videos... Yeah, dude. I'm just saying. Listen, no disrespect to Jalen Hurts whatsoever. But Except I'm about to disrespect Jalen Hurts right now. <laughs> absolutely, the score of that game was not nearly as close as it as the game was. That game was 48 to 23 in the fourth quarter. It's true. Like, and this is what's gonna piss me off. Okay, if Oklahoma wins the Big 12 at 12 and one, and they get in the playoff. I am going to be so mad because um, they only lost by seven. Like, could you imagine if Ohio State came back and only lost to Purdue by seven, but they still got left out of the playoffs? Well, you know the Big 12 gets that kind of little, like, you know. Okay, I don't realize. Okay, by the way, what you know? do you know what this loss means for Oklahoma? They, a lot. It means a they, lot of things. Yeah, well... The overarching thing it means for their season, there's two. One, Jalen Hurts is not winning the Heisman Trophy, which, in my opinion, was a given. And two, they've just clinched a spot in the Sugar Bowl. They're not making the playoff. Um, That's not necessarily... No, I guarantee... No, 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 no. I guarantee you they don't make the playoff. Yeah, yeah I mean... Um, 
I mean, I think it depends on how the I currently have Oklahoma finishing sixth because if they're number five, when they have that one bad loss, I have them finishing sixth. I I don't think they'd finish sixth if they won the Big Twelve. But okay, but but here's the at least five. But here's the way I I see things playing out: Ohio State wins the conference undefeated. Yeah, Clemson wins the conference undefeated. Mm-hmm. Winner of LSU Alabama wins the conference undefeated, and the fourth team that gets in the playoff is the loser of LSU Alabama. Then Oregon would be fifth at twelve and one because their loss is they way better. Be. You they know, be. no stop. Their loss is so much better. As Big but, Twelve gets way more respect. I'm not telling you what the committee is going to do because I feel like on so many different occasions, like when I've been on this show, I just shit on the committee, and honestly. It's getting old, so I'm not going to tell you what the committee is going to do because they're, whatever they're going to do is going to be something that's pulled out of their ass that makes no sense to anyone but them, and even if it doesn't make sense to them, they're just like, it, the, the colors look pretty, so we'll go with it. Oregon, in that scenario, if they're going to win out. Okay, Oregon's going to win out. They're going to win Maybe. the conference. No, they that's will. Seeable. They're not getting tested until they play Utah in the conference championship game, and I think Utah is not as good as everyone thinks they are outside of Zach Moss. Um, who is a baller, in my opinion. They have the best quarterback in America under center. So mm. they're going to win out. They're going to finish 12-1. and one. And if I think, hear me out, if if the winner of Alabama-LSU wins, like, by a lot, and they win the conference undefeated, Oregon gets in the playoff at number four. <sighs> this Oregon thing with you is obnoxious. It, okay, what is obnoxious? Like tell, it's me, tell me it's not okay. Let's say Alabama beats LSU by thirty again. Okay, they're not. That's not happening. But it let's is. say it. Let's just say it happens. I'm not even entertaining that because that's ridiculous. Okay, let's say they win by fifteen. Okay, I guess that could happen. So Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson are your top three. It doesn't matter. Are you really? Know. Let me ask you this: Is the committee really going to look at an LSU loss to Alabama on the road and be like, eh? Oregon deserves it more. Okay. Because I don't think so at all, considering Auburn is slipping drastically. But that's why I'm saying, what if the loser gets blown out? The committee claims to value conference champion. Do they? So you, they don't, but they claim to. They put in two non-conference championships in the four year, five years of the playoffs, which baffles me. <laughs> Even though one of them was Ohio State. Like, it, it baffles me. So, here's the way I see it is would you rather have an 11-1 LSU team that lost by 30 to Alabama or a 12-1 conference champion Oregon team that has won 12 straight games that lost um, by 5 to Auburn with 18 seconds left off? Probably, I mean, for the sake of entertainment, LSU. LSU would draw in ratings because that would also mean the semifinal would be LSU-Alabama. Yeah, and who doesn't want to watch LSU-Alabama? kind of the point. Well, if Alabama wins by 30, <laughs> why would you want to see another blowout? Because it's Nerds. football. That doesn't happen. On <laughs> None of this is automatic. You gotta understand, this is not an automatic thing. Just because one thing happens once does not mean that's gonna happen again. First of all, this isn't even gonna happen once. LSU was not losing to anybody by 30 points. That is absurd. That is a ridiculous thought in itself. Second of all, how would I know that they don't win the second time? I mean, that's a good team. Yeah, that's I mean, there, there's no way to know. LSU beat Alabama in 2011 in the regular season in the game of the century. 
And then they didn't score a single point in the national championship against Alabama. So there really is no way to know. That's my point. But if they value the resume, then it's easy. It should it should be a no brainer at that point. You know that. First of all, do you really think if it's a fifty fifty decision, you think they're going to put a Pac twelve team in over an SEC team? That's ridiculous. That is that is outrageous. You're thinking with way too much I, logic at this point. I, honestly, you're right. The committee is completely devoid of logic. But it's not it. At the end of the day, what I'm saying is Oklahoma is not making the playoff. Most because, likely not. No, because Oregon is going to finish with a better resume than them, and LSU is going to finish with a better resume than them. And I, I think, mean, if they I beat think, Texas again. Well, that's they're not going to play Texas again. Probably not. Yeah, that's true. Texas has three losses. Two I'm of them in the Big West. 12. If anything, they'll play Big Baylor twice. That's true. Baylor. Then, I mean, Baylor's good, though. Baylor's, Baylor's good. Yeah, Baylor won tonight. They improved to 8 0. You know, they have four games left, one of them against Oklahoma. If they lose, I almost guarantee you they play Oklahoma again in, in Arlington on Championship Saturday. And there's no telling what happens there either. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's any given scenario where Baylor sneaks into the playoff unless by some miracle they finish thirteen and zero, which good for them. But um, Oklahoma no, probably gonna, shot. they probably are going to lose Oklahoma twice. That's what I think happens to Baylor. All right, well then Oklahoma can have fun losing in the Sugar Bowl to whatever SEC team they play. I think they'll play Florida. It's Florida or Georgia. It depends um, on whoever wins to. On Saturday, I guess. Which, Ian, did you want to talk about that? The the game between the Florida-Georgia line band and the Florida-Georgia line band? Do I want to talk about what now? I shouldn't name it that. They should just have Florida-Georgia line perform at halftime every year. Uh, I'm going to pass on that. That might be pushing it. I mean, it doesn't affect us. And it's the SEC. They jump all over that shit. That's they'd be like, true. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's the Florida-Georgia line. I love their song, Driving Through Florida and Georgia fair, on the Straight Line. That's such a great <laughs> song. The Crackers. Cruise. Baby, you a song. You make me want to go. <laughs> Kenny, 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 that song shit was on the radio for too long. The uh, the version with Nelly was thank flame. you Bryce I wasn't I don't that's kind of true that's kind of true though anyway what's big this week Nelly that's right that's who that's who was in that song I got Florida be honest I got Florida uh, big just yeah. the Florida Georgia. okay Florida. Georgia fucking out yeah, shit no okay. I'm sweating Ian, fact check for me last time I, I mean, checked UGA's, UGA's Georgia was six and a half point right favorite now. what are they now. Okay, that is so utterly blasphemous to me. Do you know who Florida's lost one loss yeah, is to? Favorites. LSU, the number one team in America, or so they, or so, or so. No, LSU's number one. Yeah, LSU's one. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically well, they're number two. So they know. say. We all know they're not the real best. They're number we one. We all know who the best. Oh, I didn't we're know. gonna find out, man, because yep. Bama's gonna test them. Well, actually, the best team in America plays above the Mason-Dixon line, but that's aside from the point. Um, their one loss 
is in a game where they were down by seven with like two minutes left in Death Valley against the number one team in America. Georgia's loss was at home because they couldn't kick a field goal against a mid, really mid-tier team in South Carolina. And, you know, this game is a neutral site game in Jacksonville as it is every year. But yeah, that's funny. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, I don't know about that, but That's I like Florida. By the t- by, the time this episode is released, there will still be time to bet on this game. So, to anyone listening to this before three thirty Eastern, I don't know. I mean, on Saturday, November second, go bet on Florida plus six and a half because I swear to God, you will make all the money, all the just... money. All right. Well, I wasn't sure about Georgia covering right now, but I'm gonna. I'm pretty confident they're gonna cover now. Um, yeah. In that case, I think. Look, Georgia's got to be favored for a reason right now. I don't pay attention much to the SEC when it comes to football, but actually, I just don't pay attention to the SEC much. Period. But um. Uh, I don't know. My gut's telling me Georgia right oh now. My, my brain's telling me Florida. Just flip the Harvey Dent coin where both sides say Florida. Hmm. Man, didn't your dad teach you to always go with your gut, man? What kind of father you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, Listen, we're not gonna go here's the way I see it. Florida <laughs> has had a let's, stellar let's not, season. Let's not take point. that They've there. defied all expectations. Listen. People thought they would lose to Miami. Um, that was disrespectful. That yeah. was rude. That you was know, rude. Kyle Trask has been so good. He's 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 been so good. So, um, I know you don't pay attention to the SEC, Ian. So let me explain. Kyle Trask was the backup quarterback for Florida, but then Felipe Franks, um, who should have been benched a long time ago, was benched due to the fact that he broke his leg. So, so. So Felipe Franks broke his leg. Kyle Trask yep, had come in, and he's I've been splendid. He, he, he was really, really good outside of the game-losing interception against LSU. Um, he's been fantastic. Meanwhile, Georgia is really struggling. Jake Fromm had 93 passing yards in a game against, I think it was Tennessee. 93 yards. They're just they're struggling. They're struggling so badly on offense. And yes, they have the defense to compete with anybody, but their offense is just so bad. And I, I really like Florida on both sides of the ball. I think it's going to be low scoring, but I got Florida by a score of, let's say, I'll go 27 13, Florida. Very similar, very similar to I that. Don't know about that. Ouch. <clears throat> All right, well. Um, who is it? I think we can just go on to biggest spread of the week and then, uh, strike so it. Biggest spread of the week is the Cincinnati 35. unranked East Carolina. Shout out, uh, Stryka. Um, Eastern Carolina is one of the worst teams Raza? in the nation. Cincinnati has been really good ever since losing 42 nothing to Ohio State. I'm going to go, let's go 39 and a half.
Well, That's the highest spread of the week. Wow, you guys are giving Cincinnati too much credit. They're only favored by 24 against East Carolina. Yeah, because 1, 2, and 3 don't play. That's true. This week's not good. Wait, what's the Clemson spread? What it must just be... A- what if it it's a pick them? Yeah, I, I, it, 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 it honestly it must yet. be a pick them because they're playing what? Man. Boston College? No. Oh, I don't think there's a spread. Yeah, so there's high not, enough. Yeah, there's not gonna be a. They're spread gonna lose game. now. They're gonna no, lose now. Watch, lose. watch the shit. They're gonna do some crazy shit. That'd be unbelievable. That'd be the greatest upset oh in college football. If, if, if Clemson loses, Trump Alex is Yeah, it definitely would. Oh my god, yeah, Twitter would explode. My no not November might I don't even know. Twitter might break. Who the fuck is doing we are grown men, Roz. Um <laughs> It's probably like okay, never mind. I'm gonna go yeah. alright, so yeah, I found the spread for uh, so forty four and a half. I'll guess re guess. Alright. Uh, Raza, you were closer. It's Clemson's here about forty-seven by fifty-two plus. I got, I got, I got. So I got yeah. Wofford on the money line. Um, <laughs> put put a dollar down on Wofford money line. Probably. See what happens. Walk away with a million dollars. Yeah, too bad they play in like FCS. Hey, Wofford's five and two right yeah. now. I mean, are they? They're yeah. FCS. I forgot about that. Hey, Why is Clemson playing an FCS team in November? Dude, do you realize they play two I FCS teams in November? That's fucking crazy. Who knows? I didn't even know Wofford existed until March Madness. Yeah, this I year. mean, I'm just saying, listen, Clemson, enjoy your cupcake while it lasts. Because when you have to play Virginia on December 8th, we're going to get clapped. Bro, Virginia is not clapping anybody. Dude, they can't They're even... They, can't, they couldn't even score against Louisville. Like, I don't even know why I bother with them anymore. That's fucking hilarious. That's pretty funny. Dude, if they, they win, that is monumental. stats on ESPN. It's not happening. This is kind of sad. I know it's not. But, but just, just in case. Put, put, put like, 250 Put $2.50 on Wofford money line, see what happens. All right. Oh, I should have seen. Um. The, uh, so the la- we got one more thing to talk about. The, uh, can we... How much the winnings would be? But uh. No, it's before. Yes, and uh, this only happened yesterday after we finished. Or no, I don't know when this happened. This happened recently. We just never thought about it when we were planning for some reason. That's but, that. Uh, the NCAA that's the finally does something right. I mean, NCAA doing something right. Um, players are finally... Huh? Yeah. NCAA... NCAA doesn't... Alright, well, fuck NCAA... Fuck, and f- fuck that game, because EA's going to make it, so it don't matter. So that's cool. I just want to say... EA's going to I, I pray for this to happen in my lifetime. I wasn't sure it was going to happen, but they did it, um... They got the players paid. I, I couldn't be more happy about that. And to anyone who's saying all these fucking Republicans and boomers, I want to say, ooh, tuition. Nah, fuck you, man. These players are getting paid whether you like it or not. So if you're upset about that, self-reflect a little bit. I doubt you anyone who's upset about this has ever played 
past modified level in a organized sport. So I don't think you would be even come close to understanding what it's like to be on a national scale, night in, night out. We're, like this is your life at this point. So these players absolutely deserve to get paid for what they do, and I'm glad that it's ha- finally happening. It's definitely a long, been a long time. Almost, one might say too long. Like, could you imagine, like, last year, if Zion could make money off his likeness? I mean, he did. Like, He did well, make money. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like... Oh, he did. Just now imagine... We could finally it. just, like... We could finally stop pretending that these big programs don't pay these players now. That's the best part. It's like, motherfucker, people have been getting paid to go to Duke and North Carolina and Virginia for fucking years. Stop. Virginia doesn't play pay players. Tony Bennett. Free Tony life. Bennett has probably exclusively done that. Tony, listen, do you realize they weren't listed on the fucking FBI investigation? They were the only big school that wasn't listed on the FBI. Do you know how fucked the FBI is right now? Do you really trust the FBI okay, at you're, this point? You're saying all these big schools paid players. It's just so blatant that they did it, Ross. Do you really think, with the team that Virginia had last year, it's all white guys. Like, who would have been paid to go to Virginia? Hunter. That's just not true. That's just not true. He came to UVA for basketball camp, and he fell in love with it. He wasn't paid at all. He just Shit, I'd it. fall in love with a couple hundred thousand dollars too right now. Man, I really need you to fuck it. Mm. You're really testing my limits here. DeAndre Hunter, was he from Pennsylvania? Yeah. Does that mean that he's not a Vir- like a Virginia guy? No. Like he 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 loves he loves the university. Yeah, I love Mothman. I, I guarantee you. I'd be willing to bet a lot of money or potential, like, potentially any part of me, including my life, that Tony Bennett has never paid a player to come play at the University of Virginia. That's a lot of money for a funeral, man. I don't know if I can provide that. But um, I'm just glad that it's finally over and this shit, these players can finally get fucking paid for what they do. And you don't have to worry about, like... Like what Zion did last year, he had to make a moral decision. If, you know, like, shit, if I come back and play, I could ruin my NBA life. Like, I could throw that all away if I come back too early. So I don't think you got to worry about that. Now they're going to get paid at least at least something for what they're doing. I mean, you remember two years ago, the first half of the season, like the first half of the college basketball season, all we saw on ESPN everywhere was Trey Young. Everywhere. Yeah. It was Trey Young this, Trey Young that. It was everywhere. And this kid was not he was not a highly touted recruit. He was he was just a, another point guard when he came in. And after like that insanely hot streak everywhere. ESPN, CBS, every everyone was using his likeness. Now, obviously, he didn't get screwed over or anything. He's in the NBA. He's doing just fine. But for the future kids, this is great. I agree.
I just wanted to say before we close. All right, I think that's. Just, if you were to put uh, a dollar to, on Wofford winning here. and Wofford won, oh boy, you'd get six hundred seventy-five dollars in return. Wofford is plus. Wofford is plus sixty-seven thousand five hundred on the money. All right, we're gonna put my life savings on Wofford. <sighs> Shit, man, that's a lot of spicy nuggets. All right, <laughs> so. uh... Free money right there. Um, That's a lot of folks. Episode sixty four. I'm walking here. That is a lot of spicy nuggets. A lot of fo fo foes. All right. So for the third time, we'll try to do this outro. Thank you for listening to episode sixty four. If I'm walking here, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at iwh podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at best one out of them. That's spelled C U S I C K. Follow Bryce on Twitter if you want. That's Bryce. Follow Bryce on Twitter. Hey, bad Twitter stick together. You both muted. <laughs> it's okay, Roz. Um, hey, yeah, all right. Word. Follow Roz on 